This is Comedians with Ghost Stories, and I'm your host, Emily Winter. I'm recording this after recording eight episodes of Comedians with Ghost Stories, and I am so excited about this. People's stories are incredible. You guys are going to freak out. I love it because these people are like natural performers and they've had supernatural experiences. They're not in it for getting paid for a TV show or something. This is their real stories and they're awesome. They're so friggin' good. I'm so excited for you to hear this. Have a great day. Oh my gosh. That was a dumb ending. Okay, but like, okay. Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front, a podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I think I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front Podcast. I'm Brandon Ream. And I'm Patrick Hasty. Hey, Patrick. How's it going? I'm cozy. Good. Me too, man. Just, yeah. Just sitting around here. On the We we decided to do this episode a little different. We're, uh, we're doing it. We went camping. Uh-huh. The two we, of us. We took a lot of extension cords mm-hmm, so we mm-hmm. could record in the middle of the woods. Yeah. But it's nice. And, you know, we got a fire here that's nice. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's a little spooky. Yeah. Probably a little too spooky for our, this episode, but I think we'll be all right. I don't think it's too spooky for this episode. I think this is going to be a pretty spooky episode. Oh. Well, he said he wanted something spooky. Yeah, I'm already in my... I'm getting into my NPR tone. Yeah. You but associate NPR with spooky. We're going we're gonna to be talking about ghosts. Ghosts. Maybe, kill, 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 kill. Maybe a ghoul. Just yeah. general scary stories. Do you believe in ghosts? No. No? No. You ever seen one? Never. You've never seen a ghost? Uh-uh. Damn. I've seen a g g ghost No. Oh, no. I went to yeah. a haunted petting zoo <laughs> once and saw a g g goat <laughs> Yeah? Yeah. It was Satan. Yeah, I went to a Lakers game once. Saw a, <laughs> a haunted Lakers game once. I saw a g g Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, because uh, of LeBron? LeBron James. Then you should do Tom Brady. Man, not it's not for me. He pro- plus, he's married. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've never seen a ghost? Mm. No. I, me, much like most people, have not. And you don't believe in him? No. No? God. I don't think so. Yeah? Uh-uh. I've been spooked by them. What do you mean? Just on TV and stuff. Oh, yeah. You see a scary face? Uh-huh. Somebody comes at you? Mm-hmm. Jason? Jason's not a ghost, for starters. Yeah. He's a regular guy. He's just had a bad couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a regular guy. Yeah. And then he's a reanimated corpse. Yeah. And then he's a re-reanimated corpse. Yeah. And then he's a re-reanimated corpse. Mm-hmm. And then he's like some kind of heart, like essence. Yeah. After that. Because he goes to hell. He's not... He's like an essence. Yeah. Like like he can carry his essence. 
over from his heart or something. I think this is the. But mo- then he's back to being a re-an- re re reanimated corpse. I think that's the most anybody said the word essence on a podcast since that time Steve Byrne was on what the fuck <laughs> talking about how <laughs> Dane Cook stole his. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, it, well, uh, you know what sucks after Dane Cook stole his material, hmm. he had to burn it all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Burn. Mm-hmm. But you've seen a ghost. Yeah. Maybe I've seen a handful. Of ghosts? I've seen... I, you just see ghosts in your hand? I've seen maybe four. Three that I know for sure. Um, in the farm? Yeah. Well, yeah. What about New York? You, you'd think you'd see way more ghosts in New York. There's fucking 15,000 people but buried under also, Washington Square. Here's the question. Here's the thing, though. How many people do you see a day in New York that you don't even acknowledge and it could be a ghost exactly we could be seeing ghosts all the time but why are they always wearing thrasher hoodies but i mean like it's very possible that we're seeing ghosts all the time um i've seen some ghosts mm-hmm. i'll kind of give you the quick abridged version if you guys want to hear the full stories uh please go listen to our friend emily's podcast comedians uh telling ghost stories or who have ghost stories or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. uh this week's sponsor i guess uh if we remember to drop all that in um what do you want to hear? The the scariest one? Sure. Or the weirdest one? Or the Both. most interesting one? You're going to tell them all. I know. Which order? Well, let's start with the interesting one. The most interesting one. Yeah. When my wife and I went to nope. Ver- Versailles in France, Ooh. Uh, which was where Louis Fourteenth Palace, uh-huh. and then later Louis Sixteenth lived there with Marie Antoinette. Yeah, we've all seen the show. You get it. Um, we were there. fucking. We're walking from... The Versailles Palace mm-hmm. to the Arc de Triomphe, which is a littler palace out behind. We're walking there. Off in the distance, we see these two women wearing, like, period dress. And we're like, oh, that's weird. They must be, like, reenactors or something like that. And one of them's drawing. And we're like, ah, oh, that's weird, you know. And uh, we go to the... We see the whole day because Stacy's a landscape architect. So she knew all about the grounds. I had just studied French Dude, Revolution. those trees are pretty dope, aren't they? They're amazing. The triangle trees. No, the the, like trees that lead up to it where they're all uh, like hedged together yeah, 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 into yeah. a big long row. Sure. Yeah. Those are great. I was the, They have these like cool You watch sphere. that TV show? Which one? Versailles? Versailles? I, real horny. Too horny for me right out the gate. I need a show that seeps, gets me into the horny slow. Um, but anyways, we go look at the sh- we go look at the ground. You know what show's really horny? Tell me. Uh, Ken Burns Jazz? Also, Ken Bourne Burns baseball is pretty horny, too. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, especially around third base. So that was in 2008, maybe? 2009? Something like that? 2011. I'm sitting at work at Wells Fargo in Des Moines. Just started comedy. Probably just met you. Listening to a podcast called Stop, uh, called Stuff You Missed in History Class. Uh-huh. An episode comes on. They're doing a ghost story episode. And they start talking about these two women who, in like 1910... We're walking around Versailles, and they saw some spirits. And the spirits they saw were two women in those orchards or wherever, in those tree areas. One was drawing, and that those ghosts are supposed to be uh, Marie Antoinette and one of her handmaids. And that now, and then these two women saw them. They told people, and people were like, we don't believe you. They went back. They couldn't find them. Uh, And then a lot of people thought those women were just lying or crazy or whatever like that. Over the years, random people have seen them. But I didn't know that. All I did was saw the two women in the in the thing. Yeah. So it's like I saw it just like the New York and the subway. I saw two women and then two years later found out that I think I saw Marie Antoinette and her friend just wow. wandering the grounds. That's the interesting one? 
That's the interesting one. Oh, that is interesting. You don't think it's interesting? No, it is. It's it because it, it, it's like I it, didn't. That see, is interesting. I didn't see a ghost. I saw a ghost, but I didn't know I saw a ghost for a couple of years. That's crazy. Um, crazy interesting. Um, you have none. None. Nobody. What about anybody in your family got a good ghost story uh-uh. that they've seen? No. Really, not a, maybe it's a Catholicism. Maybe they beat it out of you. We were always open to things like that. Oh, I have the Holy Ghost inside of me. Of course, yeah. Um, okay, so that's one. The next one, very quick, n- barely even a thing. I was sitting at my parents' house, playing cards with my family. I see somebody walk down the hallway. Now, this is the house I grew up in. We built this house. It's not like it's a thousand-year-old farmhouse or something. I see somebody walk down the hallway. There's a quick part from my parents' kitchen where you can see the hallway for a second. I, plain as day, see somebody walk down the hallway. I assume it's my brother and that he's home. I'm maybe 20. I'm playing cards with my parents. Something happens. My dad does something in cards. And I'm like, ah, fuck you. And he's like, that's the rule. And I'm like, ah, that's not the rule. And so I'm like, I start yelling my brother's name. Daniel, get out of here. Dad's cheating at cards. And my mom's like, Daniel's not home. And I was like, yeah, he is. I just saw him walk back there. They're like, no, he's not home. And I was like, who's back there then? Who's in the back bedroom? And she's like, no one. Nobody else is here but us. And I'm like, you guys are screwing with me. I go back there. There's no one there. There's no other way out of our house from back there. But half an hour before that, I plain as day, the way I've seen a million people walk down that hallway, in that little space, I saw somebody walk down that hallway. So I don't know who that was. I'd be inclined to think, have ideas, I have options, you know, maybe it was a family member or something like that passed away, mm-hmm. but I don't know for sure, there's no proof, but that's a nothing one. Okay? Yep. And then I have my big one. Do you want me to save it? Let it rip. You want me, I'm really, I feel like I'm, this is the Patrick's episode. Um, my big one, if you okay. guys want to hear this ghost story, go listen to our friend Emily's podcast. What about monsters? Do I believe in them? Yeah. I was more in, I was more of a monster kid than a ghost kid. What monster? Loch Ness, Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. I guess they're cryptozoology. <sighs> Anything like that. Fucking uh, well, you know, swamp I, apes. I feel like we talked about this last week with zombies. I believe in a monster idea, but I don't think... It, I don't believe in a vampire or a werewolf. Yeah. But I believe that there could be... I believe that the I, the fact, if there are... It's just like with the zombies thing. I'm like, we don't know the rules if there are zombies. I believe zombies could happen, but we, I don't believe the go out to the woods or whatever, because, or go out to the water or whatever, you know, because they can swim or whatever. They keep walking. Um, I believe a swamp thingy could be possible. Some big... Uh, I believe in a Bigfoot type thing. I don't necessarily believe it's a Bigfoot, but I believe in a... Here's what I was wondering today. Yeah. If werewolves did exist... Mm-hmm. They'd have probably existed for a long time, right? Like it, they, like werewolves didn't just come on the scene like two hundred years ago, right? Yeah, I guess. And uh, how do you kill a werewolf? Practice, practice, practice. No. What do you do? How do you kill a werewolf? It, I don't know. I'm honestly, is it is it silver bullet werewolf? Yeah. Yeah. So how do they kill werewolves before gunpowder? Hmm. I don't know. I think I saw you tweet that, and I did not understand it. Uh, Apparently nobody understands any of my shit. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you, there's a little bit of... You need one, sometimes I feel like you leave out step two, and I think sometimes we need step two. It's great, uh-huh. but we need step two. If we have step two, it's great. It's good. But I sometimes like step you two. leave out step two. Uh-huh. Um, but sometimes I run over punchlines, and they'll get the next one. But yeah, never never seen no ghosts. That's cra- That's weird. I, and and uh, uh, I also... Say that all again? i never seen no ghosts. Aunt Anna? And I'm also 
Ain't Animals. afraid of no ghost. You ain't afraid of no ghost. Uh huh. Um, I I just think that what so about ghost animals. What do you mean? Nobody ever sees like there's this cow. Oh yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm sure. And the way maybe I, it's a, if go- animals don't have ghosts, maybe it is ethical to eat them. The way I see it is, I don't believe in ghosts as a logical person, but I've seen three or at least maybe four. So it's hard for me to say. You know what I mean? Um, but so I haven't seen a dog ghost, but they might be out there. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Tell what me about, a ghost story, buddy. What about like uh, Amityville? Oh, like the houses and shit like that get haunted and stuff? Yeah. Do you believe in a haunted house? No. No. Wow. I thought you were going to be all bo- full bore in this one. Uh-uh, I'm full bored. Full bored. With um, ghosts. Um... I maybe that's why. Are they scary or interesting? Ghosts. Well, I'd be scared. It depends on if they're coming to get me. I wonder if it's why I. But they don't. Maybe because I'm believing like, uh, maybe maybe because I'm more susceptible to believe in these spirits. That might be why I don't like horror stuff. Maybe it's too close, and maybe that's why you do enjoy horror stuff is because you know that it's all bullshit. Yeah, well, you know what really scared me as a kid? Hmm, tell me. You ever heard of uh, the Bell Witch? No. Oh, all right. Well, uh, well there was this book that there was a pretty popular, cool book mm-hmm. uh, in my school. It was uh, America's Very Own Monsters. Whoa, I never heard of it. And another one called America's Very Own Ghosts, where it's more or less like... Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark uh-huh. but it's a collection of uh, ghost stories throughout America and monster stories. I like that. Um, and uh, this is a, one of the more famous hauntings uh, throughout American history. It was this... Uh, tell me about it. An affluent family in Tennessee. Okay. Uh, called the Bell family, obviously. Yep. They had some witch that just lived on their property it was like a it's like an evil spirit okay. more than a witch but they got the name the bell witch and they just tormented them all the time it was like uh the spirit would like tear their blankets off of them and scratch wow. them when they sleep and it's apparently the only recorded instance of somebody dying from a ghost from a ghost uh where like she was a disembodied voice that was talking shit all the time to this family, too. Mm-hmm. I had to get the recap. I always just remembered how much it fucking scared me, though, as a kid. Oh, yeah. Not knowing it. I was easily scared. And apparently she poisoned Ooh. the guy, and he died, and a lot of people would come around. and like. Uh, but, yeah, now it's all just like folklore yeah. and like made up. But I guess they made a movie nobody hmm. cared about. I never but, saw it. Uh, pretty spooky. Yeah, totally spooky. Uh, but that was the only real haunting that scared me. Outside of uh, outside of that, man, a lot of celebrities. What do you mean? Well, you got uh, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, yeah. Uh, John the, the, Lennon haunts the Dakota building. Really? Uh, apparently, the Dakota building, is very, there's a lot of ghosts yeah, there. Yeah. A, a little girl with a ball. Do you know my ghost story? New York's pretty, uh, uh-uh. It's got a lot of ghost action. Go listen to Emily's podcast. I think it's interesting. Uh, like, you wouldn't think Winston Churchill's a total bullshitter, right? No. 
He seems like a straight shooter. Sure. You know, British bulldog. Yeah, that's right. Does he, he, he Yeah, he saw Lincoln. Wait, really? Yeah, well, I don't know Lincoln's this. ghost is a thing. Where do you see it? Here or over there? Here, in the White House. Winston Churchill saw Lincoln in the White House? Yeah. And Damn. so did some uh, princess or queen or something yeah. from Norway or something. Wow. That's I those see I think that's so interesting. I believe I maybe I've said this on the show before, but did you hear that? What? That Cut it out, Patrick. Um I Damn subject. I don't know if go, I don't know if this is ghosts. If this is this is more paranormal paranormal. I have had dreams where I interact with relatives of mine who've passed away, but it's like I'm me now having a conversation with my grandfather now. But he died in 1991. But we're having a full-on conversation now about our life. It's not spooky. It's not scary. Yeah. It's he's in a hospital bed where I remember him the last time I saw him, and I'm me now, and I'm like, yeah. So I live in New York City and I do comedy, and he's like, oh wow, that's cool. Uh, or I'll be like, uh, you know, I was just There's like in, a lot of ghosts there. I was in Houston, and he's like, oh I was yeah, at the convention, you know, stuff like that. Like, um, so th- I think that's kind of interesting. I've had conversations with uh, dead relatives, dead. Uh, people who are close to me, I've had dreams where it's kind of like, and, and I wake up not feeling scared or spooky, but I wake up kind of feeling like, like, you know, when you have a long, good conversation with like your mom or your grandma or somebody on the yeah. phone, Yeah, yeah. I have that feeling when I wake up, oh, like, nice. oh, I just checked in and it's more like they're checking in with me because of that also I had a really spooky dream once about my terrifying dream about a cousin that passed away in a car accident. And I had this dream where I was stuck at the cemetery where they're buried her and her husband. And she was chasing me, and she was wearing a dress. And I told my mom about this. This was when I was, like, 25. And I was telling my mom about it. And she's like, that's the dress she was wearing. That's the dress we buried her in. And I was like, I w- but I was, like, four. There's no way I'd remember that. Or maybe you did. Or may- Yeah, exactly. Or maybe it stuck in the back of my head somewhere and then manifested itself 20 years later. All right, well, I'm spooked. Yeah? Scared? Mm-hmm. I just Googled this while we were talking. Um... The uh, have you ever heard of the sexy Bushwick ghost? Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, th- this is from a wonderful website called BoweryBoysHistory.com. Oh, I love the Bowery That's Boys. That's what I thought. I thought you knew. For the Bowery Boys. Um, they okay. they have a good episode on New York ghosts. This might be in that then. So basically, um, doing my research on ghosts, uh, I came across an amusing article from 1894 in the New York Times, uh, 27th Ward in today's Bushwick. After charting out the notion of the Bushwick is an ideal place for ghost hunting hauntings, uh, rocky, bleak, lonesome district is what they were described as. Uh, the ghost, which is at present disturbing the midnight rambles, is that of a woman who goes about in the scantiest attire with disheveled hair and bare feet and falls into a fit of hysterics as soon as anyone approaches. Uh, ghost vixen uh, spooked a set of women who ran out, ran home to tell their brothers. Uh, they brandished revolvers and set out to find her, but couldn't. Uh, the next night, a bolder party of 200 men reportedly went out. So all the way from Colorado. That's crazy. Yeah. Reportedly went out to the ghost location around the cemeteries on the Brooklyn, Queens border, uh, Knickerbocker and Irving Avenues. Ooh. Having no luck in that's locating. like right there. Yeah, that's right outside the fucking, that's where we record. Uh, I didn't know that when I started reading the story, by the way. Um... Having no luck in locating the spirit with the posse, one man braved it alone the next night. He returned home with a face white with terror. He had not only glimpsed the specter, but was privy to a 
Serpentine Dance, and Moaning Wail. Sounds pretty hot. God damn, this is yeah, this this is, this shit rules. Uh, so I mean, if you know things don't work out with your lady or my lady, you know, fucking just wander around at night here, see if we can find some barefoot. Yeah. Um, that's terrifying. That's right here. That's nuts. Ghosts are everywhere. It's a block away. What the fuck was that? That were literally what? Yeah, early. This woods. I think we made a mistake. Recording in the fucking you know, woods. I'm not surprised. Yeah. You know, because uh, I uh, was on Tinder. A lot, com. Uh, yeah. And I would routinely get ghosted in Bushwick. Oh, sure. I, okay. We can all agree. It took you a while to get the wording right, but you uh-huh. figured that. Also, I know and you gave us all three steps. I know people have made the joke before or mm-hmm. whatever out, out there, but like, how weird would it be? Like, this has definitely happened where it's like, hey, whatever happened with that guy? I don't know. He ghosted me. But, like, they might be dead. Yeah. There's a line in um, the new Pup album, uh, Morbid Thoughts, or Morbid Stuff. There's a line that's, uh, it's in that song, Morbid Stuff, where he's just like, I think about all these things. Think of all this morbid stuff, like if anyone I've slept with is dead. And like, oof, that's up there. Yeah. You know? Uh, golly. Uh, I'm surprised you don't believe in ghosts. That's, I thought for sure that you'd have them. I'm too practical, man. I only believe in sci-fi stuff. We'll see then. It's kind of wormholes. Like no, no, that's a wormhole. I can go down or rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. You go down a rabbit I like hole. Wormholes. Wormholes. I like wormholes. Yeah. I like all. Uh, so then, what, what if? What if? Whoa, okay. What if this? The ghosts I've seen. What if they're not ghosts? What if they're specters from, or uh, maybe people from another dimension? A wormhole. Like little blips. Yeah. Well, there. like Flash. The, I like that. The Flash. Uh, the from the comic books. He vibrates at a certain... Our Earth... Our Earth... We'll call it Earth 1. Vibrates at a certain level. Earth 2 is similar, but it vibrates at a separate... A different level. A slightly different level. Which is why on Earth 1, I might be Patrick Keith Hasty. On Earth 2, I might be Pat, I might be Keith Patrick Hasty because the vibration is slightly different and it changes things. Um, and Flash, he can go so fast that he can make that vibration and then jump to a different level. So maybe... Marie Antoinette wow, cool. jumped through the levels every once in a while she, when her and her handmaid are out there. And then, then I fucking saw it. And then she did it in 1910 and those fucking two ladies saw it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Plus, uh, I mean, if you think about, like, uh, my very loose understanding of quantum mechanics and shit like that, maybe there's, like, an energy imprint that was sitting there for mm-hmm. uh, something or other. Totally. I don't know. No, I'm I pulling shit out of my ass. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, I did that podcast, that Des Moines podcast, The Grove, uh, and we talked on that a lot about things like this, like a lot of ghost stuff on there, too. Um, and uh, he was saying that he uh, knows, like, um, he knows a lot about quantum physics and all that kind of stuff and things like the singularity and shit. Yeah. And he was talking about how there's, with the more you get, the more educated you get and stuff like that in that science, the more the idea of ghosts become more practical to you. Because you're like, like the idea of an imprint or the mm-hmm. idea of like an energy getting stuck around or something like that, you know? Yeah. You know? 20, what is it? 21 grams, they say? So what about, uh, what about like scary stories or urban legends? Ooh, urban legends. Um, yeah. I'm, I, do you, or are you asking me if I believe him or if I just know no, him? like just what you. some of your favorites are that like. Favorite urban legends. Stick out, like scary stories. Like, you well, know, the, the babysitter, right? 
tell me. See, I this is you, buddy. You tell me because I don't think like that. Like the classic. I don't think of what's my. I don't have like a list of my favorite. But if you tell them to me, I'll hear yours. Or you know, like the babysitter, right? No, tell me the babysitter. She goes over and she's watching these kids or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then there's classic babysitter. Yeah. And then there's a phone call. And it's like. Wait, is this call coming from inside the house? Yeah. Is it that one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That one. What? Okay, do you know about. I think maybe this is a. Is this maybe a Twilight? No. The car, and he's driving. You know this one? What? This guy's driving down the highway and it's late at night. Uh-huh. He's sleepy, but he's driving still. And uh, he's listening to the radio and there's a serial killer loose in the town. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he sees a car behind him. Oh, yeah. And the car behind him is flashing his lights and driving erratically. And so he starts freaking out because that must be a serial killer, right? Yeah. And, and keep, he keeps driving. He speeds up. The other car speeds up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? And then eventually you realize the other car is trying to notify him. Trying to warn him. That the serial killer... Has already been captured by the police and everything. Say, oh well, good. What a nice, <laughs> polite public service. Right? Yeah. Oh god, nah. The serial killer is in back sleep. He killed him pretty good. Um, I have this weird one. I guess it's not that popular, but there's some girl, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, every time she like gets scared or nervous. Wait, is this shallow? How? No. <laughs> what? Good, did you? Every time she get like scared or nervous, mm-hmm, she put her hand under her bed, and l- her dog was there uh-huh. and would lick her hand. Okay. And uh, apparently, she goes through all this shit and winds up going in and finding her dog has been killed. So her dog was dead under the bed. And then <laughs> something says, "Again, dogs buddy. aren't the only thing that can lick." Oh. That one always stuck with me. Just not the second part of it yeah but it, yeah the part the part two yeah that's how we are with you uh-huh uh yeah i, I like those kinds of things um there's one about uh what's the one from what about the tell you me. know the the hook oh, hanging on the rear view mirror no, yeah yeah or the side of the Ernest told that in Ernest goes to camp and i'm trying to remember it but i can't well the kids go up to like there's some kids going up to make out lane did you see the article this week from the hard times that was make out point now pretty much just for butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, that in a Catholic community, that's true, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a loophole. Yeah. yeah. Loophole in Catholic. Also, Catholic. Smelly, smelly loophole. Go ahead and look at calf. You know, the side uh-huh. of a thigh. Yep. But, uh, yeah, there's kids up there. Yeah. They're getting horny. Yeah. You know, they're Heart. watching Ken Burns jazz. Ken Burns jazz. <laughs> Couldn't remember that was on the air or off. Uh-huh. Still, and, still uh, not sure. Uh, apparently there's a escaped person from a mental institute. Oh, that'll get you. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we got to get out of here. And the guy's like, I don't know. Let's hang out. Yeah. Let's bang out. And she's like, no, we got to leave. And then they leave. And I guess he had a hook for a hand, too. Yeah, there's something about a hook in there. Yeah. Because there's a ho- Well, the hook brings you back. Oh, yeah. Anyways, they get home. Oh, and you're just thinking of a Blues Traveler music video. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a hook hanging from the door. Yeah. The. Uh, oh, do you remember? Sorry. No, no. I was going to say, ask. Uh, did you. I think we talked about this. Maybe. Was there like haunted places in your hometown? Or haunted places where people would make up the story about the house? Mm. Don't go to that house. It's cr- the crazy guy lives there. He killed his wife and stuff just like that. Just like 
disheveled houses mm-hmm. that you walked by on your way home from school. Like every the Home day. Alone thing, where and then people would make up a story about it. Yeah, that works. Um, my brother made up a guy called Snails. Who would come down from the tree and like kidnap kids or something? Jesus Christ! He'd like run around in trees. Damn! I uh, in our uh, over by kind of near my parents' house. So like my parents live out in the middle of nowhere, and there's um there's some houses near us though. My grandparents are walking distance, and there's a couple other houses you can walk to if you need to. But it's um there's this big square, this big square out there of country roads, and it's probably it would probably take you 15 minutes to drive the entire square, right? On the other side, so like halfway around the square from us is a, uh, um, there was an old, like dilapidated, like shack, basically. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. He was on the Celtics by then. You right? get it, Shaquille. Um, no, there's an old dilapidated shack, and uh, kids would go there and party and stuff like that. And so, like, high school kids would go party there. But then, like, we would go there just to, like, fucking set off fireworks or and break then, stuff or just, or just to be spooky and be like, I bet a ghost lives in there. Hold on. Right. So we went there when I was a kid. We would go there every once in a while when I was like little, like 10, 11, 12. We'd just go there, me and my friends. We'd walk there. We'd go through the t- timber and get there. One time, we go there. Now, we'd probably been there a month before. We go there another time. There is just a fucking piano in there. But not like a new piano or a nice piano. A piano that looks like it as is just as dilapidated as the rest of the shack. Looks like it's been there since they moved in. But it had never been there before. And we just, like, walked in. And immediately we walk in. And then I don't remember who it was. One of my friends walked in and then comes right back out. And we're like, what's going on? He's like, there's a piano in there. But it was terrifying. It huh. wasn't a ghost. But it was as if there was, a, when you, you know, like. Ghost piano. Well, they ghost got, piano. They got ghost ships. Yeah. What? I always was afraid at night I would start hearing piano music. That was always like a fear. You see the flying Dutchman. You're about to die. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wonder if that's a thing. About seeing if you see the ghost piano, maybe. Did you get? Uh, Do you ever play like games like uh, Ghost Ghost Come Out Tonight or uh, Ghost in the Graveyard? Ghost in the Graveyard. I did, but I don't remember how Ooh, the that fuck was you it. Play it. Well, it was basically all just hide and seek and shit. Yeah. Um, and a lot of like tag and stuff. But we would play that my cousins and I at night. That was because we on a farm, it's dark out. Like this, the only oh, light yeah. is the stars, and we had all these fields, and so you'd be out there and you'd be like terrified and then all of a sudden your older cousin would come and fucking you don't even know they know where they're at they can see you and all of a sudden you get fucking tackled and you don't know what's happening or they're screaming at you and making noises and then you hear real coyotes out in the woods and wolves howling and shit scary i used to i used to get so scared at that but i would feel like such a big kid when i'd come in after playing you know bug bug bites all over me and shit Uh uh-huh god damn yeah you got any? You were gonna read a ghost story. I thought. Well, you, uh, I was gonna tell a ghost story, and then you stomped all over it. When? This is gonna be the one about the the uh, the headlights. Oh, that was the one you were gonna read. Yeah. I didn't stomp all over it. I just. I wasn't gonna read it. I was gonna paraphrase. We it. need to communicate. That's what folklore is. Okay, oh, here yeah. we go. I got a different one. Oh no! Did you just write this? No. I bet it's gonna get iffy in the middle. No, no. I just remembered it. Okay. Okay. All right. So this guy, right? All right. I'm right. gonna read. A, I'm gonna read a ghost story after this. Okay. There's, There's this a, guy. Here, I got you. Hold on. Don't do that. We gotta edit around this. If we do, we do. No, let's let it happen. We're in the woods, buddy. It's hard to get service. They all understand. Here. 
No, I have one I want to read. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, there's this guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he, his favorite food is his liver, right? Okay. okay. And it's his birthday. And he fucking loves liver. Wait so a minute. This is shallow how. <laughs> no, it's not. So he picks up some liver and he brings it home to his wife to cook it, right? Okay. And uh, his wife cooks the liver. And she's like, damn, that liver smells good. I'm going to eat it myself. Okay. And, and then all of a sudden she's like, shit. This is my husband's liver, his birthday liver. And I got to get another liver okay. and cook it for my husband. So she goes to the church next door. And there is a lady that just had her funeral. Mm-hmm. And she's there. So she takes her liver. Cuts it out? Cuts it out. Cuts the liver out. Goes home. Remember, when, remember when Dave Collier used to always say that? Yeah. Cut the liver out. I like Dave Warmier better. Me too. Big fan of him. Uh-huh. Anyway, she takes his liver Jeez. from the old lady and goes home and cooks it. And then feeds it to her husband. And her husband loves it. Oh, yeah. He yeah, loves he's liver. Big. He's big on liver. Now you have to keep doing it. It's his birthday. So he goes home. Mm-hmm. They go to bed. Oh, job. And then <laughs> well, it's birthday. I know. And then this old lady, or the husband, keeps hearing this weird fucking faint voice like, where's my liver? Is it a lady? Where's my liver? Oh, no, it's the... Show out. Where's my... Wait, is it the person who lost the original liver that she got for the birthday? No, no, it's the old lady from next door. The dead one? At the church, yeah, oh, yeah. Ah, shit. That's she's what I was pi- afraid of. She's pissed off that he ate his li- ate her liver. That's what I was scared of most. Yeah, yeah, that's about all I remember of that. And then, and then, get this. Yeah. He gets so mad that he either eats his wife's liver or gives it to the old lady. I can't remember. <laughs> but... Kind of like that big toe one. Yeah. That's where I thought we were going because you referenced that before the show. Yeah. Like, where's my big toe? And some guy, some kid finds a toe in a in a yard. What about? And then him and his parents make toe soup. What about now I got you, now I'm going to eat you, you know that? Oh. It's gross. I don't want to say it. Um, how about this one? Uh, Once upon a midnight dreary, as I pondered weak and weary over a mini quaint and curious volumes of forgotten lore. Oh. As I pondered nearly napping, suddenly there came a rapping, as if someone gently tapping, tapping at my chamber door. Tis some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this and nothing more. What's that about anyways? The Raven? Yeah. I love it. I have it memorized. To, well, a, to a pretty good... That's memorized listeners. You're doing you better know. than pie. Uh, yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, distinctly, I remember it was in the bleak December, as if each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Tis eagerly I wish the morrow. Vainly I had sought to borrow. From my books, Circus... Okay, that's where I'm What's reading. What's that about, anyway? The Raven... What's the Raven represent? Um, the, okay, the Raven is the story of this man whose love, the love of his life, Lenore, has passed away. Uh-huh. And then... Um, it was probably his cousin. I think it's based on his cousin. I don't know. Well, it's their author. Edgar Allan Poe was married to his 14-year-old cousin, but let's keep reading his um, poetry. How is a Raven like a writer's desk? Um, but anyway, uh, but yeah, the raven keeps coming back and visiting him. Simone? And I, I think it's, I'm pretty sure the raven represents his death, him not being able to get over Lenore. Mm-hmm. And so it's constantly there. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, a scholar would be able to tell you better than me. Mm-hmm. I loved that as a kid. 
I loved Edgar Allan Poe. So what do you think? The, of the Telltale Simpsons? Heart, all those things. The Simpsons, yeah. Whenever the Simpsons, I would do played it. Edgar Allan Poe in uh, seventh grade uh, school production of Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, we just did three of his stories. Can I read? We you? did the Telltale Heart. Yeah. We did the Fall of the House of Usher. Uh huh. You do the Black Cat. Uh-uh. Same story. It's very similar to Telltale Heart, except for instead of a heart what's beating, the one it's a with, cat. What's the one with the... Uh, Pit in the Pendulum? No, no, with the uh, gorilla that's killing people. Oh, no, you're thinking of The Flash. You're thinking of Gorilla Grood. No. He's a bad guy in The Flash. Arrowverse? No. I don't know. There's some detective trying to solve a case. Oh. I don't know. Anyways. Um, can I read you quickly? We're, we're, we're doing good on time, but... Can I read you a, uh, I guess it's not necessarily a ghost story, but it's like a horror story that I wrote. That's fine. It doesn't have to be a ghost story, man. It can, is it, can it be if it's okay? This is, we'll call this episode Ghosts and Scary Stories. Okay. Um, can I read you one that I wrote? Yeah, I guess. You don't want that? No, let's do it. I mean, whatever. Fine. No, let's hear your ghost story. No, I'll tell you yours. I'll read yours. Unlock your phone. No, no, do yours. Nope, not gonna. No, do I was it. being, I was being a jerk for the podcast. And now I'm being a jerk for the podcast. <sighs> You're not even being a jerk. Uh, I was gonna read a joke. It was gonna be a joke. It was gonna be a sketch I wrote that ends in like a cum joke. Uh, but I decided it wasn't worth it. Um, okay, I want to read you a scary story. You and see your fucking cum jokes. Have you read all these scary stories on this website you saw? Uh, not in a while. But you have read them all? Yeah. So you're going to know this. I won't, I want to read one that you don't know. Uh, Here, I'll find one that you don't know. and then I'll Here, read it. I'll you, find... You tell me. You read me one or tell me something. Shut up for a second. I'll do this. Here we go. We got... Uh, I don't know this one. Oh. Here. Read that. I'll read it then. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm too blind. Here we go. I hope it's not too long. That's what she said. Hmm. <laughs> Bill whistled as he strolled through the park. He was on his way to meet his girlfriend, Sally. He could smell spring in the air. He jingled the engagement ring in his pocket and thought about asking Sally to marry her. How do you get an engagement ring and then like, and still not be decided? You kill the person that had the ring next door at the church. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Anyways, Sally sat down on a park bench, and Bill kneeled down in front of her. Sally. He presented himself to her. Mm -hmm. Sally, Bill said, you are the most beautiful girl I ever met. I love you, and I want you to be my wife. Will you marry me? Kind of shallow. Sally laughed and said, yes, I will marry you, Bill. As Bill... This has got to add over the top of it. <laughs> Hold on. There we go. Narrative's back. As Bill blah 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 on the red velvet ribbon Sally always wore around her neck. Ooh, I know where this is going. Yeah. Why do you always wear that ribbon, Bill asked. Sally said, Bill, I must never take off my red ribbon. Bill smiled at Sally and left the ribbon alone. Bill and Sally were married that June. Bill found a lovely little house in a nice neighborhood, and they moved in. Bill bought Sally many party dresses, 
but Sally always wore her red ribbon with each outfit. Bill thought this was odd. Sally just smiled and said, I must never take off my red ribbon. After a few years, Sally found out she was going to have a baby. This news delighted Bill. Sally talked with her friends who had babies. Bill talked with his buddies who had children. They talked together late into the night about what they had learned from everyone. Can we pause for a second? Yeah. I hope this is just like a heartbreaking story of miscarriage. Uh-huh. And it's like a horror story because it's like so real. Here we go. <laughs> like, like it's like up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's a, it's not a horror story. It's just a heart-wrenching, up. terrifying story. They should call story. that movie Down. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, when the big day came, Sally said, please tell the doctor I must not take off my red ribbon. Bill was frustrated, but he promised Sally that he would tell the doctor. And the baby was born. Bill gave Sally flowers. Thank you for the flowers, Bill, Sally said. And thank you for telling the doctor I must not take off my red ribbon. We get it, Sally. <laughs> Bill did not understand why the red ribbon was so important. Do you want to hold little Billy? Sally asked. Bill, Sally, and little Billy lived happily for many years in the small lovely house in the nice neighborhood. When little Billy was a baby, he would sometimes reach for the red ribbon around his mother's neck. Sally would gently take his little hands in hers and coo at him, saying, Mommy must never take off her red ribbon. The red ribbon had frustrated Bill for a long time. He loved Sally with all his heart, but did not understand her need to wear the red ribbon. After many years, Bill had an idea. Our anniversary is coming up. I will buy Sally a beautiful necklace. She will take off that old red ribbon and I can see uh, so she can wear the beautiful necklace. Their anniversary came. Bill took Sally to a fancy restaurant overlooking Central Park. They had a delicious (gasps) meal. The Dakota. Yeah. Oh, my God. Then Bill gave Sally a velvet box with a beautiful diamond necklace in it. She opened it, smiled, and tears came to her eyes. Bill put the necklace around her neck and started to take off the red ribbon. Sally stopped him. She said, I must never take off my red ribbon. Bill sat back in his seat with a huff. He looked at Sally and shook his head. I may nay, I may nay, I may never understand, Bill said. Come on, let's get to the fucking twist. Man. Sally gently placed the diamond necklace back in the velvet box and closed the lid. It's lovely, Bill. I will treasure it always, she said. But I must never take off the red ribbon. Why? Chapter two. Why? (laughs) Bill asked, as he had for so many years. Sally smiled sadly, shook her head. She did not answer him. Oh, here we go. It's about to get real. Late that night, Bill was still awake. I've loved Sally for more than 20 years but she insists on wearing that horrible red ribbon around her neck. I think it's about time to find out why. Bill got out of bed, walked around to Sally's side. Bill carefully pinched the ends of the bow on the ribbon. He began to slowly pull on the ribbon. The bow became smaller and smaller. The loops of the bull pulled through, and only half a knot was left. Bill slid his finger under the half knot and tugged. Zip! The red ribbon gave way. Pop! 
Sally's head came off and rolled right onto the floor, bouncing in the moonlight. One large tear fell from Sally's eye. I warned you, she said. Crud. Fuck. I mean, that's that's a good story. But I kind of, I don't know. How about, can I read you one? That's sad. It's heartbreaking. Can I read you one real quick? Uh-huh. <clears throat> okay. Mr. Larson is a nice guy, but he has one flaw. He's a superficial man whose fixation on the physical beauty of women gets in the way of seeing their inner beauty. Mr. Larson and his equally shallow friend Mariko spend their nights obnoxiously hitting on beautiful women at nightclubs, and mostly they end up getting rejected. Wait. Mr. Larson, is this shallow? also known as Hal, <laughs> and the love life is not all right. <laughs> That's not scary at all, uh, buddy. You know Jason Alexander's in there? Yeah, he has a tail. What it did for the fucking women's self-esteem is terrifying. It'd be interesting to try and rank all of the Fairly Brother movies that came out after. There's, There's something, something about, about Mary. Mary? Where they obviously just got complete control to the do whatever they want. Just won an Oscar with that shitty one. Green, oh, wait. Green Book? Well, that's only one of them. doesn't count. Yeah. Me, Myself, and Irene is easily the top of the heap. That's a movie that younger people love. People a couple years younger than us fucking love it. That's the top of the heap. After that, I'm going to have to say Say It Ain't So. Pretty high up there. What's Say It Ain't So? Uh, that's when Kevin Klein, or who's the uh, American Pie guy Jason Bicks no no the other one they got a couple movies oh Chris Klein yeah yeah uh, he falls in love with Heather Graham and then hmm. finds out that they're brother and sister oh I don't know that one but that's, they're not that sounds great but Orlando Jones is in it sounds like a, some shit I google at night when the lights are off uh-huh um Orlando Jones he's great and everything well shit Patrick god damn um I wanted to do one more thing because you read that great story I wanted to just okay. read this this is a tweet real quick that I thought was fun from a couple years ago of mine. Scary tweets. Yeah. Uh, together, we can turn this haunted house into a haunted home. Oh, shit, it got me. The ghost <laughs> got me. No, it's dragging my body. But where? Where is it dragging my body? Where is this damn spirit dragging? Oh, no, it's dragging me to hell. That is what I was most afraid of. <laughs> I was most afraid of being drug off. To this is hell. a tweet or a thread? <laughs> yeah, it's a tweet. Oh wow! <laughs> oh my god, that's fun, huh? Uh huh. Mm. God damn! <laughs> damn ghost is dragging me. That's right. Did I tell you this? Can I read one more tweet? Yes. This is another tweet from the other day that I think. But did you just search Twitter ghost? I searched haunted for my name. Um, okay, here's one. This is in the same vein of that one. Life hack. If some bully is giving you a swirly in the toilet, just start drinking the water and saying shit like, Mmm, yummy, I love this. Don't stop. It tastes so good. Gulp, gulp, baby. Gulp, gulp. And the bully will probably stop fucking with you. <laughs> here's all I got. Let me hear it. Uh, it was a pretty old one. I don't know what to read it. Uh, if bugs had souls, my windshield would be hella haunted. What? Uh-huh. Um, oh, here we go. Yeah? I think my hippie's, uh, my hippie friend's kitchen is haunted. Everything in his pantry is supernatural. What? Supernatural. Yeah. Okay. 
you know my old joke, of course. Uh, I think my apartment's haunted. Ask me why. Why? Uh, I because I found out a little boy was brutally murdered in, the, in there, like six months after I moved in. Okay. Uh, I thought this was a haunted aircraft, but it turns out all the ghosts are on another plane. Uh, did you hear the one about the ghost who couldn't eat Taco Bell because it goes right through him? <laughs> uh, I could see right through that joke. Um, okay, we almost done. Hey, this is fun. I like this. This is going to be my show. Going through tweets. Um, 13 Ghosts is the scariest Scooby-Doo sequel. Can't believe they kill Shaggy off like that. Uh, my wife calls me her boo because I'm a fucking ghost. Oh, oh, if you don't know, I died in Desert Storm. You think old widows would be like, that's my boo. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Uh, did you hear the one about the ghost who couldn't eat Chipotle because it goes right through it? <laughs> I just want you to make that tweet for like Anytime. every everything. I'll do it, man. Uh-huh. I'm fine. Uh... <laughs> Hi, here we go. Uh, I hit the Scrooge button on my alarm clock this morning. Five minutes later, some ghost showed up. Uh, that's something we didn't talk about, but A Christmas Carol is my favorite ghost story. Pretty fucking scary. I, I love it. It's I love it more than anything. Uh, how about this? I mean, we did our great fun says. We did a live show at the Union Hall last year all about it. Um, how about this? Most people don't know this, but the gifts you get at events is called swag, uh-huh. which stands for Santa was a ghost. Nobody understands why. This is crazy. Hmm. One time I saw Michael Jackson's ghost, and I turned white. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, uh, Ghost of Christmas Present epically destroys elderly heckler. <laughs> oh, I get that. Um, uh, I'm looking for, you know, they say that like, I'm looking for a person uh, playing in the streets and a ghost in the sheets. That's fun. What about this? I entered a contest and got booed off the stage, but it was a ghost costume contest, so I guess they did pretty good. Nice. Uh, All right, we can. Well, why don't we tell everybody where we can find? Those? I think we've done it. Uh, yeah. Well, the woods is fun, but we got to get in this these sleeping bags and you know, shut eye. Um, sleeping bags. I only brought one. Well, I brought one too. Well, there goes my idea. Yeah. Well, that's fine. We can zip them together. Oh, make a super bag. Super bag. You ever make super bags? Uh, yeah. We used to put sleeping bags on our head and then walk around and then you'd hit each other with stuff, but then pretend you didn't because nobody would know who hit who. That was like the, my favorite game as a kid. Was you put a sleeping bag over your head and you run around our house. It's the ACDC song, right? Who hit? Who? Oh no, it's sleeping bag. All right, this ghost train's off the ghost rails. Hey, by the way, I want to put this out there. I hate ACDC. I listen to them all afternoon. They suck shit. <laughs> I can't get into it. Uh, anywho, uh, where can they find you on the internet, bud? Reemgore. That's R E A M K O R E. Also, check out House of Bricks Comedy, free comedy, second Friday of every month. Uh, another great show coming up, whatever month this sh- episode drops. Well, I think you know it drops in October. I know. But then the next month is November. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, we had a great show. Isn't that fun last now? Last week. With my show, Look. all packed out. Yeah, it was great. I've seen photos. Yeah. Uh, my new weekly, well, or my new monthly show, is a couple days. It'll, it, looked, it looked even more packed out in the photos because... Of like blocking and you know yeah well, I get it don't give out the fucking li- tricks of comedy there's two people in the audience so you take a photo 
photo over their shoulder. Every photo is behind those two guys. You use a folder, you use a, uh, and then when one of them goes up on stage, you have to fucking take a photo from a different angle. Yeah. Uh, and then you always <laughs> use a font that makes the rest of the chairs yeah. look dark. Yeah. yeah, buddy, that's not for the people. That's inside baseball. Uh, by the way, listeners, if you're a, if you produce a comedy show and you're not doing that kind of shit, fucking don't take pictures because you're not doing nobody no favors. Yeah, man, crop you know? that shit. Yeah, we don't need to see Tom Dakar doing a you're you a favor at your bar show to fucking four people, you know. Uh, but that's interesting because your show House of Bricks second Friday of every month, my show Lookers second Wednesday of every month. Ooh. So look at that, we got oh, we're gonna have that. That'll Looker be a fun. Looker at that. Lookers at that. Um, also, if I didn't tell you to your face, love the new House of Bricks poster. By the way. Oh, thanks. Uh, it's beautiful. It is uh, weird now that we're in a house with no bricks. Mm-hmm. It's all wood. Ooh, I bet that place is haunted. Coffin factory. Oh, yeah. Pine Box was a coffin factory back in the day. That's what, dude, if there were ghosts, there, that's what I'm saying. Washington Square would have more ghosts. No. You know that's a uh, old potter's field, right? Yeah. You just told me like uh, 20 minutes ago. Fucking cholera and yellow fever. Cholera? That's what that's you said. That's what I said. You ever watch Avatar, the story Don't of Don't ask Coralora? me what are, huh? Avatar, the his, the life of Coralora? It's Lang Lois. Oh, my girlfriend's last name. It's what? Lang Lois. Oh, really? That's not how I would have pronounced it, but that's a good last name. No, it's like French. That also wasn't on the show. That's why I can't get it right. It's French. Yeah. You got to say it right. I'm too dumb. And as a person, I should learn it. But I'm too dumb. Anywho, you can follow me at Patrick Casey. It's at P-A-T-R-S-K-H-A-S-T-A-E. PatrickCasey.com for all the coming shows and dates. Be in New York for the rest of the year. Uh, come to Lookers the second Wednesday of every month at Brandon Saloon. Come to Jack and I have Comedy the first Saturday of every month at They're Kicking the Cave. 2020 is going to be a big fucking year. We're going to be doing touring. We're going to be doing more stuff. We're going to ramp up the, the Patreon. Uh, listen, if you've been on board and you've been listening and you like us a little bit, go start giving us a dollar or $2 on Patreon. That really helps. We're to the point where we need to start. I mean, uh, these mics are doing okay. We just lost the mic, so we might have to purchase some new shit and it's really helpful if you're already on the patreon you don't have to give us more money but if you're not and if you can spare twelve dollars a year give us a dollar a month if you can spare twenty four dollars a year give us two dollars a month yeah and if you can spare two minutes uh give us a sick little review on itunes yeah that'll be helpful go buy a t-shirt one time on oh you know one time expenditure we don't get any real much money from that but it's cool to think of you running around wearing it um tell your friends be cool Never and remember. Oh yeah, never die. Yeah, which is very special for the ghost one. Uh, and remember, if you're not an inever, you're an mfer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.